Hey everybody, what you're about to listen to is a little taste of our coverage of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. If you want to hear the entire conversation, you can head on over to, you guessed it, patreon.com slash file. Thanks very much. I like the fact that his story is sort of resolved. It's not resolved, but at least by the end of the episode, he has a he has a new he has an outlook on life that justifies the way that he's going to go through the series. Really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's kind of refreshing. He's not like, in, as you see in the Picard series, it's not just moping around for ten episodes where he's going right, to be right. thinking about this stuff. He has to take charge. He has the scene where it affects him, where he sees himself in the reflection of his like arm arm uh, the arm pad on his chair, and he he mm-hmm. forgets to say engage or whatever. Um, so it's there. I am curious about how effective you can do this story with Pike because mm-hmm. there there are little traps knowing where P- Pike starts and ends, right? We know where Pike yeah. ends at the, uh, for as a character. His premonitions about his future are also very specific and that he knows quite a bit of information that if the show does not say that the future is not unchangeable, he has to then reconcile that he is going to go through this event that does this to him. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. So he, kind of kind of the thing we were talking about in Picard, where the whole the whole show is ultimately just shows you that you cannot change the future. Right. So <laughs> well, everything is pre written. If, if they do that, that's very strange. And it also yeah. it gives Pike a kind of insight into things. But if they don't, Pike knows that this is going to happen to him on a training mission with cadets, right? Mm-hmm. So if he believes in fate does this mean that he can approach every away mission knowing he will not die on this mission? Right. And that's, I, that's an interesting question it, because technically you could argue yes. And how does that affect him in, in the decisions that he makes? Yeah. And I can only see it backfiring really mm-hmm. because if he takes any precaution, you go, well, Chris, you know, you can't die. This is not the time <laughs> that this is going to happen. But the other outcome of it is, say it's not unchangeable and he knows that he has to drive to get to this point, how are you going to eventually write this so that it justifies to him, I have to get on this training mission? Right. You know, like, because there is no upside to him doing this. It's not like he's going to say, he saves those cadets and maybe that's good enough for the character as they get there. But he could just say... Let's not do this training mission, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, I'm I'm expecting in the last episode, someone the the person who's making the uh, um, <clears throat> schedule for the for the week comes over and says, "Now, Chris, this is a really big busy workload for you. You've got 14 training missions this week." And right. he's like, "Oh, geez, I don't know which one it's going to be." <laughs> That's the week you take PTO and stuff like yeah. that. But I I don't know how much it bothered you, but I'm I'm fairly concerned that because Pike is tied into a larger thing where he he knows that future from the discovery season. They showed him there, and it makes more sense in a in a one off character moment to show that specific amount of information about him. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. makes less sense when you continue along to the TOS. You know how this ends for him, and now to Strange New Worlds, where you have to create multiple episodes, perhaps multiple seasons worth of this character dealing with this. I find it very difficult to reconcile these two things together in a way that will by the end of Strange New Worlds, make a lot of sense to me as to whether or not Pike thinks that fate is unchangeable or if he thinks that this sacrifice is something that he must do by the Mm. end of it. Yeah. 
yeah i don't know it's going to be interesting i i wish they had um i think one way they could have gotten around it is if they had been a little bit less literal in showing you how exactly this is a this is an area where i would feel like you can fudge canon they didn't need to show uh, the the training mission. That's absurd. right. Yeah, is that right. TOS? That might be mentioned in TOS, which is why. But this bike wouldn't know that obviously at that point. Right, and it, it, even if that is something that they mention <clears throat> directly in TOS, that's something where I'd be like, maybe we just don't. Maybe yeah. we fudge a bit here and just don't include that as something that he sees because that way, you you, you are taking a little bit of the. I know exactly what's going to happen off the board. Well, I'm, I'm saying so, this character. Do you think it matters for the audience? Because I think that this Pike in the show would not know what happens in the TOS time. So he can go through his characterization of not knowing what the thing is. Well, he, well, the audience knows it's a training mission. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so you're just saying in the show to keep from him the information that it's a training mission? In this show, yes. So they in Discovery, what they should have done, and the problem there is that it's only a season where they expected to get rid of him, is that in Discovery, they showed it was a training mission. So he knows that now as this character. Right. But if they had right. just shown him the flash forward of him looking at his melty face while sitting in the tin can and he can't talk, that's good right. enough for me, I think. Right. Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm saying, yes. I don't know why. They, it's, that's, it's just the that's the problem of not knowing that they were going to do this off of Discovery, right? And yeah, but him knowing it's a training mission to me fundamentally undermines the character because I think it's more interesting if he's not specifically sure his outcome here, which is to live every day, makes much more sense because he does not know which day is his last day at that point where if he doesn't have a training mission on the agenda. He's fine right. for this yeah. day. I mean, that's a quick fix. You're just like, you know what? Um, Starfleet, I've decided I'm not doing training missions yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm a terrible mentor. The things never work out right. But, you know, like that's the – because that's the lesson that Pike learns here. And I, I really like the lesson that Pike learns, mm. which is a very um, like sort of mindful – stoic take on there is no there's no use in thinking about the past because it's already happened and there's no point in thinking or fretting about the future because we're all going to die a and also you just can't change anything so the only time that's worth focusing on is the present which is what Mm -hmm. pike says you just take it a day by day and it's like you just hope that you do the best you can in this situation whatever happens to you happens to you down the line but we're all going to end up in the same place and i like that i think that that's like a appropriate philosophically important and correct outlook on things especially for this character um it's just tough you know it's the same thing i said a million times the specificity of it undermines it unfortunately and i don't know how they're going to get around that yeah i'm I'm curious to see because i do think there is something interesting to to a through line there as well if if he does take it if he does take this knowledge as him understanding that it is now impossible for him to die or or whatever um i think there is an interesting thing there about it's no longer about the decisions he makes for himself he has to worry about it's the decisions that he makes for other people which is he, fair yeah I, yeah I think that's fair yeah. which is interesting but honestly i don't know how much i want them to do that because like what i definitely don't want is i don't need to see a captain indecision <laughs> Yeah, well, or or Captain Invincible, you know, like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think I need to see a uh, uh, a version of Pike where he's running into open flame, knowing that he's gonna, 
he's, survive. You he's know, just, he's just kind of a um like a Mr. Magoo character. He just runs in everything, but makes it through for some reason. Right? Un- yeah. Yeah. Because I think you could go if you wanted to. You could go like dark and and have his mental state get kind of weird about that. And I I, I just don't think you need that for him uh, in this because he is such a like he's all of these other characters in these in these star trek shows are only like positive characters at the end of their horrible horrible stories right and i mean you could make you could make the argument that well yeah you got to put your characters through hell and stuff it's like which i i don't disagree with but like i think it makes pike different that he is he has this end point that is objectively awful but he has now chosen to to not let that affect him, and he has a he has the most po- positive outlook he can have yes. given the circumstances. Yeah, he he comes to his own healing too about mm-hmm. it. Like it's not it's not some character sits down and tells him something about it. He exactly yes, like he he determines his own outlook on life, and he says that this is the way that I want to live from here on out. Oh God, it's so refreshing to to see that and not have it come from someone just monologuing. Yes, yeah, well, Sarah shows up and tells him. Yeah, something. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that the there was one last thing I wanted to say about Pike. Have I just forgotten about it now? Probably. But um, can I? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, good. Well, I was just going to make a general comment, but if you if you want to close out Pike before I do, we can. Uh, if you go ahead, I might remember what I was going to say. Um, the, the, this show's style is interesting to me, um, because I like, I love the costumes. You 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 guys know how I feel about the Star Trek costumes. They're arguably my favorite thing about the franchise. And I think the subtle, uh, playing with the TOS era stuff looks fantastic. I think the transporter chief's uniform looks great. Yeah. Um, I, I love number one's uniform with the black panels on the side. That's a fantastic look. Um, I even don't, I don't mind stuff like I, I saw people complaining about, uh, or commenting on Pike's quarters being a way too big and B it's weird that he has an open fireplace, yeah, which open I will fire. say <laughs> he likes it is cold pretty water. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty weird that he has an open fireplace in his quarters. On Might a be holographic, maybe. Yeah. you know. Who but knows? Uh, like, I didn't even I didn't mind the size of the quarters because I think the set looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Um, however, what really stood out to me style wise is, man, this show is making some hard decisions, like about haircuts. Mm-hmm. There is like they no character steps on screen without someone designing a specific haircut for them and it i found it a little bit distracting (laughs) because pike's hair is so so quaffed in a way that does not feel natural yes and big swoop and you've got yeah big swoop and then you've got spock who's got the spock haircut but it was like whoever was styling it or designing this was like, well, we can't just do that straight, boring Spock haircut. So they give it like the, the modern kind of tussle. So yeah, it looks <laughs> like he just rolled out of bed. And it's like, he, actually looks, he, actually looks, <laughs> he actually looks worse with the tussles, I think. He does. It's terrible. It, it looks bad. They should just go with what works. And I mean, you've got Ortegas who has that really specific haircut. You've got Uhura who has a very specific haircut. 
Um, Mbenga's just copying the the 60s uh, Afro thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chapel has very distinctive hair. Hers I actually, is terrible. I really Hers like, is Yeah, I don't like her hair. Yeah. Um, and uh, Laan's hair is probably the most normal, but even there, it's still they're still kind of making a choice with it. Yeah. So I, I didn't expect to focus in on that, but it was so clear that these things were very specifically designed um, that it was hard to miss. Shh. Shh. 